Hello and welcome back to the Fertility Doula. It's your girl Katrina and I am back with another episode. For today's episode, we're going to talk about getting pregnant over 35. So the first thing that I really want to explain is just when I use the word fertility, it doesn't mean that you have issues with your uterus or issues with trying to get pregnant. It's just basically using this term to explain the process. So your fertility journey, your fertility process, um, I just like using that word. So um, I just want to just break that down just a little so you guys can understand that when I use the word fertility, it's just meaning like we're getting your uterus ready. We're getting your, your, basically your body is the the vessel to carry this life. So that's the word that I like to use a lot is fertility. So don't be alarmed. Don't get all worked up. It's just um, breaking down definitions so that we can understand this whole process together. So when getting pregnant over the age of 35, The first thing you want to do is either reach out to your gynecologist, have a consultation, let them know that you are interested in finding out if you are able to carry or if you even have enough follicles a month to start tracking your ovulation. You want to test your hormone levels. You also want to get your routine pap smear, get all of that out of the way so that you can then start planning and preparing. The next thing you want to do is when they do your follicle check, they're going to see how many follicles your body is going to be producing. So follicles is a term that they use, and that's basically saying the eggs. So every time you ovulate is when your your follicles are coming down, down to the fallopian tube and into your uterus, and that way the sperm can, you know, meet with the uterus and implantation takes place. So that is the main source that you want to really get tested because you want to know how many follicles you're producing and if it's regular and what side ovary is producing more. So you want to get that down. You also want to get your hormone levels because your hormone levels really helps produce the follicles, the healthy follicles. And if you're, you know, a woman that is suffering from PCOS or you have fibroid issues or you know whatever the case may be within your uterus you want to make sure that these hormone levels are evaluated and you're on the proper medication to help sustain your pregnancy so the next step is basically finding out um, ovulation when are you going to ovulate you have to be on top of it. Your ovulation is the key to knowing when to baby dance. Baby dance is a term that I'm going to use. Baby dancing is basically intercourse or when you can do your at-home insemination. Now, at-home insemination is a little bit more intricate to explain, and I will do a separate episode on that topic in particular but ovulation is the key because then you'll know okay this is the time that we have to baby dance or this is the time that we can do uh the at-home insemination kit you know all the supplies you need you have the sperm and you're good to go so ovulation is very important your follicle count is very important and tracking these things i'm telling you is very important for women over 35 it's very 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 important 
So with tracking your ovulation, it's very important because you only have a 24 to 48 hour window. So that's why I'm saying you have to really be on top of it. Some women track their ovulation with their temperature check. Some women use the ovulation test kits or they do both. Uh, some people check from their cervical mucus. They can tell if they're ovulating. It's a lot of different uh, ways that you can find out if your body is ovulating and you want it to ovulate, ovulate naturally. If you're unable to ovulate naturally, then that's when you will go and speak more detail with your doctor to follow up on what medications can help you uh, regulate your ovulation, regulate your periods. So I, I usually suggest women to um, use this process as a time to get to know your body and to understanding and just feeling, feeling your body out and knowing when you're ovulating. Uh, for some women, they can feel when they're ovulating or they know from their cervical mucus, the discharge, if it's clear and mucusy. Um, then they know that they're ovulating. But this is the time where you get to know your body. And I honestly suggest for women that um, are married to their husbands or their significant others um, to just give it, if you don't get pregnant the first time with this, with this whole process, just give it some time. The more stress you put on yourself, the, the harder it is for your body to work with you. So always understand that. The next thing that I do suggest is changing your diet. Cutting out sugar, cutting out dairy is, is very important. Dairy is the devil when it comes to women who are trying to conceive. Um, I will explain more, but I know that with both of my IVF um, journeys, the nurse and she was um, Filipino. She kept telling me the first time we got pregnant with Tyler, she kept saying, do not have anything dairy. Don't have no milk, no ice cream. She was like real general, like don't have any of these things. And I'm like, okay. And so I was just like, okay. But uh, the milk has hormones in it coming from the cow. And we all know that they're basically forced to produce milk okay we're not going to get into the topic but the more that they're forced the more hormones they put out because these are not hormones for us to ingest anyway it spikes your hormones and it kind of unbound keep you know has it unbalanced so dairy is something that you really want to stay away from when you're trying to get pregnant soda all these sugary things can you know fluctuate your your weight and um it could increase your weight it can change your metabolism it could change your entire body which can throw your whole cycle off which will result in you trying to stabilize uh, uh what is the word stabilize your monthly cycles and to track it the day so that each month you'll know when you ovulate and when you can baby dance so trying to maintain a healthy diet is very very important even if you're just doing it for the beginning of your pregnancy or during your fertility journey it's very important regardless once you find out that you're pregnant and you're eight weeks along fine eat whatever you want but before then you have to stick to a very 
basic diet like more vegetables not too many fruits because fruits changes your ph your ph balance so you may have to depending on the woman you may have to really figure out what fruits can affect your ph because your ph will then throw everything off like i said this is a very intricate process a woman's body is very sensitive and so you have to really understand your body and go with your gut and knowing okay this is not going to work for me or this is going to work for me and um i think that you will be successful when trying to get pregnant over 35. prenatal vitamins are very important as well this kind of trumps the entire list before you even go to your gynecologist you're going to start your prenatal vitamins there's a lot of prenatal vitamins that are on the market I would suggest using prenatals that has been around for eight or more years. You don't want to try anything new because then you'll end up like me with my second pregnancy. I'm trying this all natural kind of, you know, veggie kind of prenatal pills. And then it was a recall in the middle of the pregnancy because it was too much. Um, I think it was mercury. Yes. So therefore really stick with prenatals that has been around for eight or more years and um i i my body dealt well with the one a day um prenatals but everyone is different after a while the iron was too strong and it was just a nightmare so really try to it takes it's trial and error with prenatal vitamins but once you find prenatals that work for you i say stick with it because It'll, 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 it'll be beneficial. So you want to start your prenatals because that helps your body get into a more healthier state. It helps your uterus. It just kind of tricks your body into thinking like, okay, we're preparing. We're, we're getting this uterus ready. We're getting this vessel ready for this blessing to come. So it's all about mental preparation as well as physical preparation. So once you've done all of that and you got your blood work done you got your pap smear done and the test comes back and they identified the reason why you may be infertile um then you have to take the proper steps into understanding what different avenues you can take when trying to get pregnant so i can list a few reasons why um, you will be infertile. Why some? Why someone will be infertile? So the identified infertility in women, the most significant ones, are egg production. So like I said, your follicles is basically your baby. So if a woman is lacking egg count, lacking follicle count, and production, that is a major source of. Um, being identified as having infertility issues. The next thing for the men, that meant the men's side of things is the sperm count, sperm production. If they're not producing enough sperm to float up into the uterus and and help, you know, merge with the embryo, the the follicle then that's an issue as well so you ladies sometimes it's not always you it's not always the females that have uh fertility issues it can be your spouse and when i say spouse it can be the man in the relationship or whoever you're with uh, trying to 
you know, start a family. So sperm count is, is very important. So I guess while you're going to get your pap smear and getting your consultations on with your GYN, your, your man or husband can go and get their sperm count and get some tests done as well. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. The next thing that can contribute to infertility issue is fallopian tubes. Um, some women have clogged fallopian tubes. It is just an unidentified reason. Um, I, for one, have this issue. I had um, clogged fallopian tubes and it caused me to have an ectopic pregnancy. And so I was, we were unaware of this. And so with my first fertility cycle with another clinic, uh, they never did the hysteroscopy. And so we were not aware that this was going to happen. Um, some women have ectopic pregnancy, not because of clogged tubes. It's just, you know, unforeseen um, reasons. So fallopian tubes being clogged or um, blocked, that's the word, blocked, fallopian tubes being blocked. I know a lot of women in my family, they do have um, blocked fallopian tubes and they were unsuccessful with trying to get pregnant. And so I don't know specifically if it's a hereditary, if it's hereditary, but I do know that women in my family, they suffer from um, blocked tubes. The next thing is your cervix. So some women have cervixes that, a cervix that is either too, too thin when it comes to implantation or it's, it's just not a healthy environment for implantation to occur or for the sperm to even swim up in the cervix. So it's a lot that um, contributes to issues within the cervix. So when you go for your test, you make sure that if this is an issue, you ask specific questions on what can be done. And usually in this matter, it's just your body. There's nothing that can be done to help this environment within your cervix unless it's you have an infection or um the you know it's too thick uh things like that things like that i don't i think can be resolved but w w as far as the genetic makeup and and the design of your cervix that's something that the doctor really has no control over so you really want to understand the cervix and what it details as far as how it can um, be an issue when trying to get pregnant. So the next thing that you want to also take into account is um, your uterus shape. Some women, we are all designed differently. And so we all have different genetic makeups and our uterus is one of them. So usually with this is the HSG test that's taking place as well as um, they do a, a biopsy 
and they do a test to see their shape and the lining of your uterus to see if if this environment is healthy to see if it's you know sturdy enough and strong enough for implantation to occur if your uterine lining is thick enough they can give you medication for that if it's not um they can if it's too thick and there's no way that your uterus is going to allow implantation to occur you there may skip you they may just tell you just you know skip the baby dancing but it all depends on the measurements um and i think that that is basically it that we're gonna cover for now um yeah so those are the the list of things that can be identified from your doctor when you go in for your consultation and you go in for your blood work your pap smear they're gonna probably do the biopsy the endometrial biopsy on your uterus your uterine lining they're gonna do this procedure where they uh, put a dye inside to see if your fallopian tube is, is functioning properly and they're not clogged um blocked i keep saying clogged clogged blocked um, your egg production follicle count is very very important so my thing is with this episode I really hope that you receive the information that you needed to go through with this process over 35 women over 35 you can get pregnant don't like listen you can get pregnant everyone can get pregnant there's Every female could get pregnant, whether you do embryo um, surrogacy, whether you do IVF, whether you do at-home insemination. Listen, you can get pregnant. Even with at-home insemination, you could get pregnant with your spouse's sperm right there on the spot. Fresh sperm. Listen, okay? Because, listen, all right? I'm telling you, don't be afraid of, of getting to that age where you feel like you're going to be unsuccessful with getting pregnant it takes a lot of patience it takes a lot of prayer it takes a lot of meditation it takes a lot of positive affirmations it takes your whole entire soul into getting pregnant and so you want to be able to go into this process with a clear mind and don't be so quick to think like oh yeah i'm gonna get pregnant first time i'm fertile myrtle listen because then you're going to get disappointed. And that's the last thing you want to do is get discouraged into conceiving. So uh, women over 35, listen, I'm rooting for you. I'm here with you. I'm in your corner. I know. And I know that there's a lot of women that have other underlying issues as far as like diabetes, high blood pressure. They have fibroids. They have PCOS. They have... Um, you know, T-shaped uterus, you know, they just have a lot of things that can hinder pregnancy. But I'm, I'm here to tell you that there's no such thing. When it's time, it is time. And so you have to stay positive. You have to really stick with a regimen that works for you. Change your diet. I'm not saying you have to work out and lose weight. Now, if you are a little bit overweight, that can be an issue as well when, when starting your pregnancy. If you go in and your BMI is a little too high, that can be a contributing factor as well. So you want to make sure that you're on like this 
not a rocky path, but a smooth path, path that you've created so that you can, you know, like understand, all right, well, this, I checked this off the list. This is working. I checked this off the list. Okay, we get in there. Now, if you haven't checked off these things that I've listed, then maybe, you know, these are the reasons why you are not successful with getting pregnant so i'm telling you timing is everything knowing your body find a journal document your your ovulation the time what was your temperature and this is really important too when you go into the doctor's office they're going to say okay when was your last period if you're stumbling on when was your last period you're not really serious about tracking your cycle or your ovulation because that is very important now if you're going through the ivf route or a medical route and getting pregnant then uh you you don't really need to because you're going to be going in for blood work they're going to test your hormone levels as well as they're going to check your follicle count as well as your maturity on the follicles. So when you go on the fertility route, medical route, you really don't have to track. But if you are doing it at home and you want a baby dance at home or do your at home insemination, you really have to factor in timing and organization and and really planning it out to a T. So with that, I want to conclude this episode of Getting Pregnant Over 35. Listen, it's a process. It's a process and it's going to work and it's going to happen and it's on your time. And when God sees that it's perfectly timed for you to conceive. I'm not saying that, you know, your time is not right now and this and the third. It's all on your body and it's all in the universe. And you just have to stay positive. And even a lot of women, they're like, oh, my God, I've been with this one guy for like three years and we never got pregnant. I think it's me. Ma'am, it may not be you. It may be him. Oh, well, I got with another guy and I was with him for two years and I still didn't get pregnant. Listen, you are stressed. How about... The Lord is saving somebody that's perfect for you to then start a family. So listen, just because you've been with multiple people or you've tried multiple times, that doesn't mean that it's not, it's you. That doesn't mean that. It just means that you, your body just needs a little bit more tweaking. And therefore, that's the reason why I decided to make this episode. Because women over 35, you can get pregnant. Say this to yourself. I will get pregnant. My body is a vessel. My body is a vessel to carry life. Affirmation. Okay? So use it intently. Use it through this process. Write down in your journals. Manifest, ladies. I'm telling you, it can happen for you. So I'm going to conclude this video. I'm going to conclude this episode. I'm sorry, guys. Y'all know I have a YouTube channel, so I I sometimes intermix both when talking to you guys. But I'm going to conclude this episode. And I want to say thank you to all of my listeners. You guys are awesome. I truly appreciate you. If you have any more questions or if you want to dig deeper into uh, what I was explaining, you can listen. You can email me. You can send me a DM. I am here to help. This is why my podcast is called The Fertility Doula. I am a, uh, I'm here for a reason on this earth. And I feel like this is my calling. And it's my calling to help women conceive and to 
become mothers and to become parents. And so this is my call in. So listen, call me, email me, message me, whatever you have to do that you have questions upon this, this episode pertaining to this episode, please do not hesitate. Even if you want to not be known or whatever, you can send me an anonymous message uh, so yeah, so my website is www.thefertilitydoula. You can find me on there or you can find me on Instagram at thefertilitydoula. And listen, you can send me a DM. I get a lot of DM. My wife, she hates that I'm on my phone, but listen, I'm helping women each and every day. So I tell her that as well, because that's what, that's her, that's her career. She's helping lives each and every day. So yes. So I thank you once again, and please stay tuned for other episodes that I have coming. Listen, I'm just an urban mom, just trying to help other women become moms. And I thank you for tuning in, and I'll talk to you ladies next time. Thank you again.